0: I'm Glenn Geek from Ocala, Florida.
2: <laughs> that sounded really good. I like it. That was, I'm what, Jamie...
0: his 85th take to get that?
2: <laughs> well, I didn't know which one you picked. I just kept going, do it again. No, do it again. No, do it again. Do it again. It shocked me
0: when he came on. I was like, who's talking? <laughs>
2: Uh, i'm jamie jennings in norman oklahoma and you're listening to horses in the morning on the horse radio network for march 13th episode 2138 brought to you by horselovers.com good morning horse world big wednesday the day you face your own biggest challenge the day you risk it all the day you either distinguish yourself or fade into the crowd
3: hang on we're hitching a ride Daddy, I
1: want another pony. I put 40 hours in this weekend man, it's only Wednesday. I've been cussing this
0: day to- well, good morning everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Jemmy is with us, but for some reason she, uh, her sound is all messed up. It's been that kind of week here on the show. Uh, between uh between yesterday and today but
2: guess what's not like that guess what's not like that that's right I'm at home on my fiber what up I got internet at my own house I'm currently sitting in my new office which is about let's say I'm measuring about six by eight. That's and, perfect, um,
0: actually. A lot of podcasters do it in their walk-in closet. So
2: It's a closet. It's basically a closet, <laughs> yeah. And what's awesome is the dogs have really missed me doing the radio show here, so I've got a pile of dogs in this tiny little room with me. And it's been raining for days, so it smells like wet dog in here.
0: I can't help it. <laughs> Jimmy, are you back with us? Are you good? I don't know. I don't think she is.
2: Well, I'll, we'll just tell you what's Hi, coming up. On. Oh, oh, there she amazing. is. That's-
0: we weren't Hi sure here, if you I'm made here, it.
4: <laughs> so what's coming yeah, I up? I made it. Do I sound good? All right. So on today's show, I don't know if I sound good because my voice is still off. But anyways, Darcy Grote uh, joins in to celebrate her horse's championship in the United States Hunter Jumper Association Zone 9 Thoroughbred Hunter Division. We chat with Tammy Scrantz on a preview of the Road to the Horse Champions and how horse folks can better focus on self-care. Jamie and Glenn discuss the Kentucky three-day event and having a meet-up there. Plus, they'll chat about the Movement Symposium, and Jamie brings us a brand new installment of Things I Heard Here in Oklahoma. It's a packed show with all the ways today, guys. You don't want to miss any of it. And today is actually interesting. It is National Earmuff Day, which I think is kind of perfect wearing headphones. Uh, So anybody who is wearing headphones like us today but is cold, uh, you're automatically celebrating in your own way (laughs) National Earmuff Day. (laughs) They're
0: going to need it. There's a major like super blizzard coming across the middle of the country today. So uh once again all those places Karen said that up on some of the ski slopes up near her in northern Nevada and California, they have had 50 feet of snow. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> they had to close the feet. ski slopes to dig out the lifts because the snow was to the bottom I of the can't lifts.
5: Even... <laughs>
2: That's, that's You're like getting you get on the chair and you get drug along the top of the <laughs> snow all the way to the top.
0: Man, that's good skiing though. Plus, avalanches obviously with that much snow is a major concern. So, oh, gosh. <laughs> and then Texas had major thunderstorms last night, caused all kinds of trouble. So, bless you all in the middle. Uh, we're thinking about you. But your internet, you sent me. So this is funny now. I, Jamie's been for what months going to in-laws, and then they practically have dial-up over there, which means that she's been cutting in and out, and it's been a challenge. And then you get your fiber hooked up, and you send me the report on what your connection speed is. And she's like, "Is this good? It's it's a for those that know, it's a gigabyte down and a gigabyte up. That is twenty times what." what uh, jemmy and i have and we have good connections
2: <laughs> so. they ain't got no internet in oklahoma you gonna have to quit your job
0: <laughs> you're you should be able to watch 25 movies at once Just line them up. It's
2: really exciting. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you here. I went out and fed my horses and then I came in and I sat down and I made my coffee and I'm sitting down and I've got the heat cranked up to like 85 degrees because my in-laws, they're like at that age, they don't want to spend any money. And their house is 62 degrees at all times in the winter. Of course, it's like, you know, 98 in the summer, but it's 62. And so I have been sitting in their house on their dial-up wrapped in blankets. Yeah, and she was right sent now, us a
0: picture the one day. She's like got this quilt over her.
2: Yeah, it's so <laughs> cold in there. And 62 degrees is like the main house. I'm in the office, which has like no heating ducts. It was like 54 or something stupid. I'd see my breath. And so now I'm in a T-shirt and uh, sweatpants. Oh, I'm supposed to be naked. Dang
0: it. Oh, that's I right. I said I was
2: going to do the first one. Okay, hold on.
0: Okay. All right, we'll wait. Uh, for the- <laughs> <laughs> she just cranked the heat up to 90. <laughs> i got to turn up a little higher to get naked. And you got a brand new computer. It's like a new world
4: for you.
2: I know. I'm, I'm back, ladies and gentlemen, and I've got a big smile on my face. Wait a minute. Now- what,
4: Jamie? Are you using Internet Explorer? I just have to ask. <laughs>
2: is the internet explorers one with the e with the yes. little swirly yes. thing around it right yes nope i'm not using that i don't know what i'm using but it's not that you're on chrome to not be my freaking homepage, how do you get bing out of there i gotta get rid of that <laughs> anyway let's do our daily winnings
0: let's do that uh here we go <laughs> Auditor's Brenda uh, Osterhout. Uh, I think that's her. It's her birthday today. And then we have another auditor's birthday. Osterhout. Today. Osterhout? Okay. We'll go with Osterhout. that. Osterhout. Now we need to give a very, very special birthday to Andrea McCullough because apparently for years we have missed her birthday. Now that's partly because she never friended me because obviously she didn't want to, but She friended me yesterday, and I saw her birthday pop up today. So we want to wish her a very, very happy birthday, and a happy birthday for all the ones that we missed.
2: Um, She also did send a little message. that She says, years ago, there was a a birthday daily Winnie given on her birthday, and she heard it, and she was so excited about it. And it wasn't for her. (laughs) It was probably for Brenda. (laughs) So... If you guys wanna hear your birthdays, I you can you can ignore him. You don't have to see his post, but you have to friend Glenn. That's how he knows.
0: <laughs> Otherwise I don't know it's your birthday. There's no way to tip for me to tell. Unless
2: you don't want to be friends with him, and then you send him an email, but he doesn't want
0: that. So. Uh, no, I'll just ignore that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we want to welcome a bunch of new auditors, too. Colleen, Ashley, Bonnie, and Jennifer, you guys all need whoop to whoop. search for HRN Auditors page on Facebook and sign up. And thank you for helping support the shows and the hosts HRN here on the shows. HRN Auditors. Yay! HRN Auditors. Search for that.
2: My daily Winnie goes out to, well, it goes out to Mr. James Christensen, but I'm not sure if I should send it to him or Jake Matos. And, and the reason they're getting my daily Winnie is I am going to take this moment to resign. Okay. This is my last show because I just won $750,000 on the Powerbell email lottery. Um And they all they need is for me to send my full name, address, phone number, and bank account to send the money directly in. And then I get $750,000. I mean, James,
0: thanks. You know, it, this is a, I didn't even no, enter. It used to be millions, no, no. but I think they figured, I wonder if they figured, look, if we make it less, it'll seem more believable.
2: Can I tell you a funny story? Yeah. My brother was just visiting me he's like, tell me, I was like, whatever happened to that girl your day? You know, I was just like asking about his ex-girlfriend. He's like, well, she, uh, she got in herself in some trouble with her family after he'd broken up with her. And, and, uh, I said, what happened? Well, she sold her car and gave $20,000 to an Ethiopian prince.
0: No, she did not. Somebody actually did that.
2: You guys, for real, I know somebody who gave $20,000 to an Ethiopian prince.
0: I mean, I've heard of senior citizens doing it. I've never heard of somebody younger doing it.
2: She was like 28 years old, sold her car, and gave some money to an Ethiopian prince. Like, how? That's sad. sad. I don't need to comment on it, but just (laughs) know that it has happened. Because we always go, does that work? Does that actually work? My brother's ex-girlfriend did it. <laughs> like thank god you're her ex, dude. I was like you could have been st-. You could have been out $20,000.
0: I wish I could find the sound. There's one of, um, there's a podcaster who, who got that email and then he responded with his phone number and said, call me. And then he recorded the whole thing as he totally took this guy through the ringer. He kept him on for like 45 minutes playing him along and then turned it on him. And he recorded the whole thing and played it on his podcast. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, um, let's see here. What else have we got? to talk about today we have a lot to talk about today oh wait a minute I have- we interrupt this regularly scheduled broadcast to bring you breaking news from full watch 2019 jamie jennings reporting
2: okay full watch 2019 you guys are not gonna believe it <gasps> she still hasn't had the freaking baby
0: Are we oh a my week god
2: late at this point? <laughs> we are saying. a week late like when does it become a concern that she's this late. I am a little bit worried. She's still not waxing. Her due date was last Thursday. So we are tomorrow, a full or today, a full week late. That is crazy. She is so huge. Her legs are swollen. She barely I have to make her move around. I'm like, get moving. Shoo, shoo. I, <laughs> I take her hay and I like spread it in little places, like little handfuls in her little paddock. So she has to walk around and eat. Otherwise, she'll just stand there like, <laughs> pink, come on. Now, I did hear something really good. One of our listeners told me that the later they are, the the, the girls are usually early and boys are usually
0: late, which so makes sense. So your black boy is going to be coming out.
2: I know. I'm so excited. I want a little black colt. But you know what? As long as it's healthy, right? Aren't you
0: <laughs> supposed to say that? Yeah, you're supposed to.
2: <laughs> I had a dream that it came out a Philly, Chestnut Philly, with like, less white than Zara and I was devastated. <laughs> like, but it was healthy, beautiful. I'm such a jerk. You know how many people want mares? And there I am like, Oh God, you know what? It's my dream. Okay. <laughs> Don't right. judge me
0: That's
2: for right. my dream. <laughs>
0: That's right. Um, we're going to also, yes. there
2: was some big news that happened yeah. in
0: Arizona. Oh, okay. Wow. What was
2: that? There was, um, when I lived in Arizona, I lived in uh, just outside of a little town called Litchfield Park. I lived in Waddell and Litchfield Park. There's a zoo in Litchfield Park, and I've been a member of the zoo. You pay like 100 bucks. Oh, you go bucks there and every you- week. <laughs> I went there all the time. And a news flash came up that a jaguar attacked a woman. At Arizona Zoo and I click on it. I'm like, oh my God, it's the World Wildlife Zoo, which is I where I've it. been a member for years. Did you see that?
4: Yep. Yeah.
2: Oh my God. Okay. She got in the enclosure to take a selfie.
0: She actually what? went in the enclosure? She jumped she told- over
2: the barrier to take a selfie and shocker, she was attacked by a freaking jaguar. What is wrong with you? okay, she
0: deserved to be attacked by a jaguar. <laughs> who does that
2: always, always put the animals down when there's like an attack, you know, and people were like flooding the zoo. Don't put I will never come back again. Don't put it down in the zoo's like we're not putting this jaguar down. You She's, know what's
0: sad though was she'll sue him for a hundred million dollars
2: well that what's what's kind of interesting and and cool about that zoo is you do have a very good access to them, like they'll have. Um, the enclosures are getting bigger. They're redoing the whole thing, and all of these enclosures are really big, and there's climbing areas for the jaguars over your head, so they can be right above you, and you don't even know. You walk underneath, like, where is it? And you're like, oh, my God, it's right on my head. It could have killed me. That sounds um, like but, the
0: one in West Palm that we went to, Jimmy.
2: Yeah, so totally. the, a lot of the enclosures are very, very friendly, you know, to – like. I'm not gonna lie, I pet the camel because he was like stretching his nose out and I could touch his nose. Thank God he didn't like, you know, <laughs> attack me. <laughs> but that's how close you get these animals and like, oh my gosh. So there you go. Jack. Woman bald by camel. <laughs> that would be less sexy than a yeah. <laughs> attack. <laughs>
0: you'd be that one though you'd get mauled by the camel I, I, the
2: lady gets her finger bit off by sticking it in camel's mouth. <laughs>
0: You wouldn't have anything <laughs> sexy like a jaguar attack. You're No, be <laughs> no, like the tip
2: of her fingers gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what was sexy is something that's coming up on Friday that uh Jamie and I had the opportunity to, to do on Monday. Do you want to talk about it a little? Oh my
2: gosh, it was so awesome. Yeah, so we got to spend some time with a guy named John Fusco and you you, you know when I heard his name when, when and Jen's like, "Do you want to interview John Fusco on Monday?" and I was like, how, why do I know that guy? Let me tell you why you know that guy. Because he wrote Young Guns, Young Guns 2, Hildalgo, Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. He's written all the Marco Polos. He wrote the new Kevin Costner movie called The High Woman and a movie called Crossroads. He's written so much stuff that has horses. And and so Glenn and I got to sit down and talk with him. Okay, the, when I said the movie Young Guns Two, did all of you immediately start singing Bon Jovi songs in your head it's like I did? Because that's what I did, and there might be some singing in this interview. It was amazing. I was like, "Okay, right, that's how I win. I win." Life is over. I, I'm cool. Well, and like, we
0: had 10 minutes with him. His people were on the phone. <laughs> yeah. And they were on with us. And we had 10 minutes. And let's just say, as soon as he started talking about horses, that was it. He was off Done. and running. And we, it's- the interview is 40 minutes long. We're going to play it for you Are on you Friday. Serious? Yes, it's 40 minutes. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Then finally, the lady came on the line. She's like, "Okay, we gotta wrap this up." But he just kept going and going and going about horses, and it's like, um, he's a real horse guy. He's a serious horse guy. Yeah, like he's a. You'll you'll hear what he's done. It's amazing. Um, but it's like when we had Mike Rose's mom on it, and finally she got to talk about horses, and just they just light up. You know, with somebody not wanting to talk about. So when you wrote the character for Crossroads, did you have in mind? uh, Yeah. (laughs) we, We didn't get involved in that we just talked about horses and stuff and it was awesome and he tells stories of matt Damon. he name
0: drops a little here (laughs) a lot
2: well (laughs) he tells stories that you you just don't know Uh, something wait till the wait till the part about bon jovi Emilio estevez and then a story about matt damon that nobody knows
0: no i don't think anybody knew any of those stories I think it was the first, and it was like he was remembering it for the first time to tell him, too. It was, he is a cool guy. He really was a cool guy. Really,
2: really fun interview coming up on Friday. So make sure you tune in. It's going to be long, but it's kind of worth it because he is just some super cool guy. I did get a little obnoxious. I'm not going to lie.
0: Well, and he, all I'm going to say is he got obnoxious with you. So he (laughs)
2: encouraged me,
0: Glenn. He, he was right go. in there with you. He, was, <laughs> I think he had a lot of fun, actually. Um, yeah, awesome. So that's coming up on Friday. We cleared everything. So it's just going to be that interview and really bad ads on Friday. Uh, because it, it probably I would rank that in the top 10 of all interviews that we've done. It's up yeah. there. It's, it was, it was we true. got a lot more out of him than we thought we would. And you got a lot more out of them than you thought you would in that one part. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> let's just she say he's a musician. Also, he travels. He's with a in a jazz band. I think
2: me, 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 me. <clears throat>
0: that's that's your, uh, that's your hint.
2: Okay. Also Kentucky Glenn, I am going, I have booked my Airbnb. I am going with a girl. I made a friend in Oklahoma and she's going to go with me. Her name is Larissa. She is going to come. My friend Jen and Abby in Arizona are going to come. We are all Going to be at some house uh, that we're not allowed to have a party at <clears throat> um, in downtown Lexington. And we are going to be there on Thursday, the April. Oh my God,
0: that's next 25th? month. The 25th?
2: The Thursday, the 25th through the 28th. So the 25th, 26th, 27th, and 28th in April. We are going to be at the Kentucky Horse Park for. The Land Rover Kentucky three-day event. The artist formerly known as Rolex.
0: And we just confirmed yesterday that we're going to be there as well. So, uh, Joy is going to be there as well, your co-host for for Retired Racehorse. Now we're going
2: to record a Retired Racehorse Radio.
0: Yeah, we're going to do a (sighs) couple of shows, a couple of horses in the mornings from there, like we always do, and then we'll do a Retired Racehorse Radio. But a bonus is, Heels Down Happy Hours girls are going to be there too, and Uh. they're going to record, we're probably going to do one setup, and they're going to record Heels Down Happy Hour from there as well. So... There's going to be a lot of, and we're going to do a meetup or two. So if you're coming to, we always do a meetup. Um, <clears throat> remember we had dinner at that one place? I had to reserve that room again.
2: In Midway. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was fun. That was a fun place to do it. Um, we we well, almost needed a bigger room.
2: <laughs> if you guys are going to come, yeah, let us know and we'll figure something out because we'd love to have a, a little bit of a headcount. count.
0: Yeah, um, we, we'll need really to do fun. a post on uh, horses in the morning, and the auditor agency is going to come. I, I, I know all the usuals will be there, but we'll also do. we f-
2: live. We're going a live podcast. That is amazing, right in front of you. We want you to come and sit with us, come and be on the show, come and hang out with us, come meet us. We want. I'm, I want to meet you. I don't care if you meet me. I want to meet you. <laughs> who listens to this show? What the hell? I need to know who you are.
0: So yeah, that's going to be fun. Uh, It'll be a good time. I got to talk to you about that after the show, though. So let's definitely do that. Uh Okay, now, there's another thing coming up before we run out of time before our first guest. And I wanted to mention it because it's right after I mean, it's a day after Rolex or a day after Kentucky, right? Um, April 29th yes. and 30th. No,
2: it's it's the same
0: weekend. Oh, it's the same weekend. Okay.
2: Wait, hold on. It's yeah, 20, yeah, 29th and 30th. So you could hey, do both. Hey, See what you just did there.
0: You actually were able to look something up while we're talking. I don't even
2: know where the calendar is on this new computer. It's so fancy. <laughs> so the movement is a symposium that is happening at Flag is Up. You can go to the Movement2019.com. And basically there's Speakers and live demonstrations with horses. Monty's going to be there. And just, it's about talking about nonviolent forms of communication for people and for horses and for kids. And it, it basically it's all on Monty's concept, which to help people and horses live a better life. And, um, it's, it's a really inspirational thing. I, I wish I could get there from Lexington, but I can can't but i'm devastated to miss it i'm like you can't put it around rolex what are you doing or sorry <clears throat> land rover you can't put it around land rover but it is so if you're not going to be on the east coast with this and you're on the west coast you need to go because it will be inspirational. will be awesome it's and it's at flag is up farm monty's going to be there why would you miss it debbie's going to be there as well i'm sure recording so uh go and check bunch it out a
0: really cool guests uh, they have yeah. yeah yeah yeah
2: Everybody that I talked to that went last year was like changed hearing people's stories and it's going to be really awesome. So the movement 2019, we're going to get Debbie on to come talk about it next week. So she'll give you some more details, but make plans if you, if you can.
0: And horselovers.com, you can actually go look now, horselovers.com has a huge sale going on right now, up to 85% off English and Western footwear. I'm talking tall boots, rubber boots, paddock boots, Western boots, all kinds of boots uh, and shoes. They have a ton of it on sale. They have paddock boots for as low as 25 bucks. They have uh, field boots, the Treadstone field boots, marked down from 199 to 73. They have Ariat tall boots marked down from 599 to 161. I mean, we're talking... 23 pages of boots on sale right now over at horselovers.com. And that's not all. You guys are all in the middle of a blizzard right now. They're continuing to have an up to 85% sale on their winter wear. So if your coat has just worn out, you have holes in it from all the time you spent out shoveling snow this year, go buy a new one right now when they're up to 85% off at horselovers.com. And one other thing, they on their deal of the uh, day, they also have some blankets on sale as well. So do it right now. $55
2: medium turnouts. I know. Waterproof.
0: That's (laughs) crazy. I know. And their giveaway right now to sign up for is Ovation, which is one of our terrific sponsors today as well. They're giving away an Ovation uh, package worth $200. You just have to sign up, including the knee patch breeches, the shirts, and the tall rider boots. I
2: love that it says, win this look. And it's like the boots and the breeches and the cool shirt and this tiny waist and the long, pretty blonde hair i want all of
0: it you want to look like <laughs> her too to <laughs> <do that laughs> horselovers.com is where you can find all of that and we thank them for their continued support of our show well we have a fascinating story coming up now and she is ready
2: all right well we've got darcy groat on t- i i saw her story i believe it was in the chronicle or maybe on the usef webpage. um And it's just a story that needs to be told. As we all know, Hunter Jumper, you have to have, you have to have, to, to be successful in the Hunter Jumper world, you have to conform to what is their standard. And she and her horse, Nikki, did not conform to that standard when they became Hunter Division champions. So let's welcome Darcy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about you. Where in the world are
5: you and how old are you? <laughs> um, thank you. I'm 47 years old. I live in Meridian, Idaho. Um, however, my horse is down in California and I travel back and forth and uh, show down in California, Southern California.
2: That is not a bad place to be. Not, not uh. Right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> now, Tell us a little bit about your horse. Uh, So Nikki is a 14-year-old thoroughbred, and he was uh, bred by a gentleman or a breeder by the name of Monty Ormsby, and I I believe he was in uh, North Cal, and he was supposed to be a racehorse, but Nikki doesn't like to really go faster than a lope most of the time, so that didn't really work out for him, Um, and then he uh, did a little go at three-day eventing and didn't really care for that either. And long story short, I ended up with him uh, about seven years ago and we turned him into a hunter jumper. So
2: you've had him for seven years and you know, some of the impressions when you first got him, what uh, like, tell us a little bit about the road of training him.
5: Um, You know, he, he had a, a good foundation and so you know, I think uh, for for my discipline, it was just I would say fine tuning, and just really um, getting them to be um, you know well behaved, supple. Um, obviously, a, a completely different type of division. Um, he he was quite. I was really quite lucky. He was very easy to. Um, you know, change disciplines, if you will. And, uh, just really kind of, I think was meant for it. And we, we joke around. We, we, I don't like trail riding. He doesn't like cross country. We like being in the ring. So it all worked out really well.
2: (laughs) You'd rather sit there and go to trail. i love it. Which is something, um, kind of interesting about your personality because you, you don't just like being in the ring. You like equitation. Like, to me, I'm a former hunter, jumper rider turned eventer, and equitation was what I always failed in because I just – I didn't have it. Um, but that's that's kind of your thing. Explain uh, – tell everybody kind of a little bit about equitation.
5: Um, so with the equitation, um, I would say the best way to explain it, it would be um, jumper-style type courses, All the, but you're not racing against the clock, if you will. Um, they want to show – You want to show correct form and a smoothness like you would with the hunters and make it look effortless and flawless. Um, The courses are much more difficult, more bending lines. Um, Many of the equitation classes, you'll find that they have, uh, I would say, jumper type or style fences, bright, a little bit on the larger side. Um, So, you know, just more technical
2: Technical, and oh, you well, also have to. Quick. Yeah, you have to look really pretty while you're doing it too, yeah. <laughs> which is probably why I liked venting a little better. Um, but now you're a horse. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of like the way we can get to it. He, you guys really trust each other and you're back in Idaho and you get a, you get a phone call and, and that you're, you're very successful with this horse and have been up until the day you got the phone call.
5: Yeah. Um, he was actually home here in Idaho. We were actually getting ready to ship him down, um, that October, um, for preparation of medal finals. And I got a call um, literally um, a few days before he was scheduled to leave. And the barn up here uh, said that they had made an appointment to get him into the clinic first thing the next morning because they noticed that his eye uh, had turned green, his left eye. So that was a bit startling.
2: That That's not a good phone call to get. My
5: uh, Your horse's eye yeah. is green. <laughs> uh, I right, mean... Exactly. So what did they do? So we got him down to the clinic and they did a bunch of testing and uh, they could tell right away that he had limited to no vision in the eye. Um, He was in pain um, and it was just, it was heartbreaking because up until that moment um, there was no indication that he was in any discomfort whatsoever. And, I don't know for sure, but it's possible that, you know, um, his retina at that time had become detached, but the initial, um, diagnosis was that he had uveitis and, um, you know, he just, he, and a cataract as well. Um, and so they had hoped that maybe with some medication, um, that it would, you know, just calm everything down and then we could, uh, you know, get a better look, within a couple of days, Um, I decided to go ahead. They said it would be okay to send him down to LA um, as scheduled, which I did so that I could have uh, him followed up or looked at by my um, veterinarian uh, down in Los Angeles. Her name is Dr. Marta Granstad. And long story short, um, therapy was just not working. And so we made the decision um, after some uh, consultation um, to remove the eye. It was a tough choice, but we knew that it was the right choice.
2: So at this point, are you just trying to save as a life or are you thinking, I'll compete one day or are you just not even have that in your in your mind at all?
5: Um, you know, I thought about, you know, what was going to happen, obviously, what, what our future held and, and it was disappointing because I wasn't sure quite what to expect. Um, but my first priority was obviously him and and making sure that he was comfortable and that he was going to be okay. Um, he just wasn't getting better and you could just tell by his whole demeanor. Um, he just, he just looked defeated and he just looked dull. I mean, it happened pretty quickly. Um, and so, you know, my first priority was, okay, we need to get this taken care of. And then it kind of all just, you know, stat in me and I just realized, okay, you know, gosh, what's going to happen, you know, once it was all done, wh- where does this take us and and what does this mean? But like I said um in the article, um, my trainer, Shauna Pinnell and um, Dr. Granstead, they've had, um, you know, experiences with horses losing eyes, not to this, not to this particular situation, which we found out later. He had a malignant uh, retinal pigment, epithelium tumor in it which say that five times fast (laughs) (laughs) but um you know they said you know a lot of horses they bounce right back and they come back from it and they have you know show careers and and they're fine and, and everything's great it was just a little bit questionable on whether or not we would be able to continue with the hunter division only because in the hunter division, it's very subjective um, with the judges. They may consider it a soundness issue, and you could have the perfect round and get nothing as a result of only having one eye. So that was kind of a bummer because I love doing the hunters as well as the equitation, and I just wasn't sure what was going to happen. And it was it was just a real bummer for me. And, yeah. So um, so but. The-
2: they, they decide they're going to go lay them down. They lay them down to remove the eye. And they're like, oh, my God, there's this huge tumor behind the eye, which that, <clears throat> let me say it, malignant retinal pigment epithelium epithelium tumor is not a cancer that has ever been diagnosed in a horse ever.
5: Correct. There are no known cases of it that anybody is aware of.
2: Oh my gosh. I mean, that had to be just completely, well, first of all, what amazing veterinarians you have to decide to do it. You had an ophthalmologist involved and, you know, that's, ophthalmologists really don't like taking out the eye. They really want to do everything they can. And obviously you had some vets that were like, you know, we're just, this is what we got to do. And thank God they did because they were able to remove this tumor that was behind his eye It had not metastasized. It hadn't right. gone everywhere. Um, do they do uh, like a chemo or radiation for something like that?
4: No, um,
5: they were able to determine that everything uh, that that, you know, it did not metastasize and and that's a great question I asked that as well and they were able to determine that it didn't spread and there was no need they were able to take everything out and um, we put an implant not, not an eye implant but just like an orb in there so it wouldn't look so you know offensive and it looks like his eye is just closed you know um so we were able to put that orb in there and they sewed sewed him up and and I got to tell you I mean just like my trainer and and dr Granstead said i mean it was night and day. Um, within a couple of days, he was perky and happy and just back to his normal self. It was, it, it was unbelievable. So
2: the, the, the question is you are back in the hunter ring with him. How is that going?
5: It's good. We had a, a successful um, show year, uh, or season last year. Um, and I'm kind of gearing up to, to get ready this year. Um, I was, really fortunate um you know um, like i said i wasn't sure quite how he would be received in the hunter ring obviously we we did well um really proud of him he just clocked around like nothing happened at all and um so i've been really fortunate um we were able to go to a couple medal finals and we did really well and um i've got my sights set on him again this year i'd like to do medal finals again and I'll just keep plugging away. Um, as long as he's healthy and happy and sound, um, and wants to, you know, continue to do this and is willing, we'll continue to do it. I'm, I'm so
2: excited to, to hear that because it is, like I said, at the beginning of this interview, uh, you, it's a very, you have to conform to the intricate norms of the sport, you know, and, and the, the different ways that things are viewed and, and that, Everything kind of changes it seems like in the Hunter World too. It's like what do you need to wear this year? What's kind of the the thing this year? Right. And and the fact that he fought through that and you guys have done and been very successful with the one-eyed horse is fantastic. I love that. I'm so proud of the Hunter World for accepting him in that way. So, anyway, congratulations to you and we will definitely be following and you know what, we'll, we'll talk this time next year when you go ahead and win the uh, win the medal
5: yeah thank you <laughs> that'd be great Thanks, good darcy. luck to you well, i appreciate your time thank absolutely. you absolutely
2: and give uh give nikki a carrot for us all
5: right we'll do
2: thank you all right darcy groat thank you so much you
0: know this Pretty is an
2: amazing story i know just, it is
0: amazing and, it, and the fact that so why did this horse get that cancer nobody else has ever seen in a horse that's no other bizarre. horse
2: <laughs> that's, no other horse you Has know, ever had that before.
0: There's been a couple of horses that have done Tevis with one eye. Now imagine that on the side of a freaking mountain when the path is a foot wide and it's a sheer drop on the side.
2: There's a horse at events in Arizona that goes prelim with one eye.
0: And there that's-, that's all about depth perception, right? So, yeah, yeah amazing. And they learned to if you, adapt, I guess.
2: I, I know I asked Monty about uh one of our listeners had a question about a horse with one eye, and his thing was like he can't tell you what to do with it because they're all different. You know, what mm. each horse can deal with and go through is you can't give a blanket answer to what a horse is gonna be able to put up with. I mean, look at this horse, he lost his eye and just goes right back to the hunter ring, and equitation is hard. No, she didn't say uh, when she mentioned the jumper courses. But I mean, it's like jump and turn, roll back, jump another one, you know, up the hill, down. the. uh, It's pretty uh, impressive stuff. And the fact that they were able to go back and do it with one eye is incredibly difficult. Cover one eye and see how good you are for a day.
0: (laughs) You know, we have a blind greyhound and she gets around the house. If you didn't know, if you came in, you didn't know, you wouldn't know she was blind because hmm. she doesn't run into things that we can't move stuff you know we, we everything has to be in its place you can't <laughs> no, leave the chair out you can't sense. you can't do that kind of thing but she does great my, i mean she does my fine little
2: my little jack russell senior it's like you have to be about six feet in front of him i'm right here you'll call him and <laughs> yeah. you'll just see him looking at her like <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, left right up down. Now, i heard her <laughs> I,
0: I don't know if this is true of all blind dogs but she doesn't like to be outside you know, she'll go outside to go to the bathroom and stuff. But she doesn't like like taking walks anymore because I think every she doesn't know where she is. No, and,
2: of course not. And yeah. every
0: every sound bothers her. You know,
2: she needs her seeing eye dog.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> her Actually, they say you should do that with blind dogs: is get him another, uh, get him a buddy. Speaking well, of which, I have a couple girlfriend. of lists for you and Jemmy to pick from after a song. You want to go to a song?
2: Yeah, sure.
0: Let's go to a song. You have an Oklahomaism too, I think, uh, coming up. Uh, so, so we'll do that after the song it's as well. It's Very short.
2: Okay, it's, it's like very brief.
0: Well, I'll I'll get you, you guys can think about this during the song. Which of these lists do you want? They just came out with a new list of the smartest dog breeds in the world. They also just came out with a list of the best cities for food in the world. Or I'm guessing that you guys want to pick the drunkest cities in America. So we can do any one of those lists when you come back. So think on that. But right now, I thought, let's do a little horse trading with Dan Roberts.
1: By now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez fair. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well if the talking in circles and the D-Lane square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading horse trading. Well look here, boys. I he got a pretty good rig. He's got a working trot and a short jig. He come off of the ranch, where he's born and bred. The last of his blood, that old stud's dead. He's a little bit nervous inside the ring kid's out back and riding with a strain. Of course now, his feet needs trimming. Yeah, it looks to me like he's been foundered. Well, you seen that big skeeter bite on his neck? Yeah, they probably aced him. He's a little fresh, we ain't rode him much lately. Yeah, eight seconds or less. He's got a pretty little head. Yeah, if you don't mind the looks of an ironing board. They say they just wormed him. Yeah, now you're trying to worm me. Well, they say you can ride him with any kind of bit. Yeah, as long as you wire his mouth shut. They say they showed him N-C-H-A. Yeah, which means not coming home again. Or was it A-Q-H-A? Yeah, which means apt to quit hauling around. Horse trade. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the fire beware. Horse trading, to tell a low down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading, to we'll live the talking in circles and the deal ain't square. He's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. Well, looky here, boys, here's one of a kind. He's as right as rain if I'm lying, I'm dying. I'll make you a price, he's worth every penny. I wouldn't even sell him, but I got too many. He's King Ranch, Wagner, Doc Barbred. They tell me he's smarter than Mr. Ed. I tell you one thing, he's a good rope horse. Yeah, that's how you have to catch him. Well, he'll jump right in your trailer. Well, that's good, because I seen him jump out of yours. Now, he's got all the wind in the world. Yeah, it's just coming out the wrong end. <laughs> He's good at opening gates. Yeah, you brush up against one, he kicks it right open. Well, they say he runs AAA. Yeah, which means always awkward and aimless. Well, looks like he's got a little air blood in him. I don't believe I'd have told that one. Now, I say he'd be a good cutting prospect. I believe that's the first thing I'd do to him. They say they showed him NRHA. Yeah, which means never really had ability. Horse tradin', well, it's a laissez-faire, let the buyer beware. Horse tradin', I tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse tradin', well, if the are talkin' in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. It's a horse tradin'. Come on now, you wear out a new truck trying to find a better deal than this. I ah, don't lose him over a few dollars. If it's not just like I said, you don't own him. I guarantee him gentle and sound. What do you mean, why didn't I tell you about
2: Horse people know that they can count on Ovation's value, quality,
3: and style when it comes to hard-wearing schooling attire, affordable show gear for horse and rider, or top-of-the-line equipment for riders at every level. From breeches
2: to bridle work, saddles to stock ties, helmets to half-chaps, Ovation is the
3: premier brand of riding apparel and equipment for you and your horse in the United States, outfitting riders at every level from head to toe. Ask for Ovation brand riding helmets, breeches, and footwear at your local tax store, or go online to
2: OvationRiding.com and see the fantastic variety of quality, fashion-forward, affordable products from Ovation. OvationRiding.com.
0: All right, we're going to do a list in just a second because it is Crappy List Wednesday, but things I heard in Oklahoma.
2: Um. Yeah, so uh, things I heard in Oklahoma This one's a little different I usually tell you things that I've heard in Oklahoma That are random and funny And this time, it's going to be a little sad Because you know who said it? Me <laughs> 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 So I moved here in October And it's been like nothing but winter We've had snow a couple of th- I, And I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. So I just moved here from Phoenix where... Winter's it, 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 80 degrees and perfect. <laughs> yeah, there's no winter. They just don't have it. So um, I'm, I'm beaten down, Glenn. I'm beaten down. And so... It's it's literally for like the last three days or two days. It's rained six inches. Last night it rained and lightning and thundered so much. I walked out, like it is a pool outside. Is a puddle. Is mud everywhere. Is like like Lucas had to wear his muck boots to school because I couldn't get him to the truck. Okay, it's such a puddle. This entire place is underwater. And do you know what I said to myself coming back in from feeding this morning? Yeah, there's a lot of rain, but at least it's not 25 degrees.
4: What? When is that okay <laughs> with me?
0: I don't think this ever come out of your mouth.
4: <laughs> What's happened to you here? Yeah. I don't know. They've broken
2: me, Jimmy. They've broken me. Somehow six inches of rain is okay now.
0: You're a local. It's
2: not frozen. No. I don't want to be this. I want to go back to complaining about the weather. I don't like it at all. I don't want to be in the mud. And as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, my God, did that come out of my mouth? Is that positivity about the weather in this godforsaken place? You know what? Here's here's positive. Hmm, thank God there wasn't a tornado last night. At least there wasn't a tornado.
0: What? <laughs> oh, you're going to be saying that. <laughs> shoot me. At least I didn't get
2: hit by the toy. Well, only half my house is gone. It's only half. Oh my god. Get me out of here. I need help. I need I'm going to Kentucky next month. That's it. We
0: get it. All right, you guys, you have to t- choose between the two of you. Here's your choice. I have three lists. We can do one or two. We have a, we have we have a little time here before Tammy comes on. So, I got the the latest update from the smartest dog breeds in the world or we can do mm-hmm. the best food cities in America, or we can do the drunkest cities in America.
2: Dogs and drunks is my vote. In that Jimmy.
4: order. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with it. So sure, let's do it.
0: Yeah, you're looking at getting a dog, so you need this list. Uh, you need to get a smart one. I do. Yeah. You
4: apparently need I another do. dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, apparently I need a guide dog. I need to find <laughs> out which it. one's going to be a good guide dog. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll start with dogs. Uh, number ten on the smartest dog, and they did this by uh, training them and the, how well they follow commands and all that stuff. Uh, who cares how they did it? We we know that's all bogus anyway. <laughs> so number ten is Australian Cattle Dog, which you would expect would be that's always on the list.
2: That so. is a tweaker of a dog, man. I have one of I, Danny. What my dog is like. uh... Fourth Australian Cattle
0: Dog, and God, that's a crazy dog. Yeah, well, they're high energy. <laughs> that's to say the She's least.
2: She's <laughs> teamed up also with a Border Collie in there somewhere, and a Corgi. You so don't want
0: to want uh, one of those terrible. in an apartment. Let's put it <laughs> down. I feel screw. sorry
4: for and the other. You have small children just. Be aware that they try to herd you. If you have a small child, they will try to herd your child all day,
0: day. and your horses. (laughs) I've seen it happen. (laughs) Your horses
4: (laughs) and your chickens
0: and your chickens. Um, The number nine on the smartest dog list is Rottweiler. I wouldn't. I didn't guess that, but I guess they use them as military and guard dogs and all kinds of stuff. So. It's just not. I one never I... really
2: spent a lot of time with a Rottweiler, so yeah. I can't comment. I don't. Yeah, know we ever... haven't chatted a whole lot with
4: one.
0: Yeah, yeah a good friend of ours had a Rottweiler, and they have the hugest heads you've ever seen. <laughs> okay, the next one is going to shock you both. <laughs> this is going This one will shock everybody that hears it. Poodle. Okay. Well, hold that thought. Um, number eight <laughs> on the list is a Papillon. The little. Yes. 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 The papillon the the toy spaniel. And yes.
4: not figure out how to shut up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they had the ones with the big ears.
4: <laughs> they're really cute. They yeah, are really so
0: cute, but ridiculous. I never pictured them as a really bright dog. But apparently they're easily <laughs> trained and they they uh compete in agility and obedience.
2: Oh my <laughs> god, it's like jump the stick on the ground. <laughs>
0: there you go. Good job. <laughs> number seven everybody knows on the is on the list is lavador retriever that's uh that was a given i think they're kind and they're fun and they're just uh they learn
2: you know i haven't even had a lab i'm kind of a breed snob so let's see how where mine ended up Go all ahead, right well
0: going. we got six more now let's take guesses from you guys any guesses
2: um, I am mm-hmm. gonna guess that Jack Russell Terrier is not on the list.
0: <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> 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 you are all energy, no brains.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I have one. It, it, mm-hmm. He's very sweet. He's very cute. He's not that smart.
0: And the Jack Russell people, we ha- <laughs> Jamie has one. We're allowed to I say I have it. one. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'm allowed to. It's like, you know, you can't talk about my brother, but I can. You know, that kind of thing.
0: Now, yeah. Greyhorns aren't on the list either, but they, they would be on the sweetest dog list. They'd be number one. And no Barky, they'd be number one, but not the smartest in
4: the What world. was Lassie, a Border Collie? What was it?
2: Was that a border collie? Lassie that was, Lassie
0: a, was a standard collie. Border you collie. You're gonna go with a collie? I don't know. Uh, I <laughs> may go with border collie. I've had a ding, lot of ding, women ding, that ding. Smart. I border was hoping collies. you'd guess the dog you've had the most of. Number one on the list is border collie. is the smartest. I've been lucky thing. to
2: have four amazing border collies, and they're just ridiculously smart. Like Zinni, this dog I have. I'm pretty. She's like. I'm like. You're gonna start talking any second like a disney dog <laughs> just looks at you like mm. i'm like i know you can talk i know you can just say it
0: tell me now jemmy guessed one Are that was just a joke guess poodle is number two.
2: Oh yeah they're wicked smart
0: yeah apparently mm-hmm. wow. yeah uh and of course the other obvious one that, that would be in the top three is used for police dogs and every other kind of dog is german shepherd so you know they yeah. obviously are on the list. Number four is golden retriever. I didn't picture them as super bright, but I guess maybe they're just
2: trainable. Maybe they maybe yeah. they were in the like treat motivated category.
4: Yeah, they seem like the side the sidekick dog, like the you know not necessarily the brains of behind the operation. I'm a little surprised about that, but all right.
0: Well, they said they're willing to work. They are easily trained. They're friendly, outgoing, trusting and have good self-confidence. So there you go. Uh, And then the Doberman pincer is number five. Uh, Again, you know, trained for they're easily trained for emergency services and police and all that kind of stuff.
2: That is the only dog that is the only dog I've been
4: attacked by viciously attacked. I was just going to say I got attacked by by two of them when I was a kid. It was not it was not pretty. <laughs>
0: Did I ever tell you, I might have mentioned this, but we have new listeners. I used to sell investments in in insurance, and I went into this one guy's house, this pre-cell phone days and everything. I went to this one guy's house, and he had two Dobermans. And the entire time I gave the presentation, we were at his kitchen table. He was sitting across from me, and the Dobermans were sitting looking at me. They never moved on either side of me staring at me the entire (laughs) half an hour. I could not get out of there. I didn't care if he bought anything. I just wanted... Out of there. Those dogs did not move. They stared at me for a half an hour. Have you seen the movie Up? Yeah, oh yes. It's
2: like that dog? <laughs> yes. He's like- yes.
0: I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the scariest appointment I've ever had. And then the oh, number yeah. six was a sh- uh, Shetland sheepdog, which you would expect to be on the list, too.
2: Any of those herding breeds are so motivated to work. So I-, I agree with that.
0: Jemmy and I had a stop at a lady who trains uh, uh, sheepdogs. And they were ju- they, just fascinating. She really talked about how, how and she's one of the world champion trainers. So it was really cool. All right, before we run out of time, let's talk drunks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so these are the top 20 cities for the most drunk cities. And this is by how much they drink and all different Can we D- guess? DUIs and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, Jimmy, you had oh. to bail out to call the guests. But um, I'm going to ask you, um, I need to ask you this first. Which state do you think has seven of the 10 top drunk cities?
2: Oh, God. I was just trying to think of where I've been the drunkest. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> None of these. Seven
2: of the top 10 <clears throat> cities. It's got to be California because they have so many big cities.
0: You would think, right? That's what I would have thought. Texas, I would have thought that or Florida <laughs> or, Texas or Florida. New Orleans or, you know, someplace or, you know, something like that. Louisiana. I was thinking I Louisiana.
2: Thought. I think I've been the drunkest in Louisiana.
0: Well, apparently, when it's cold out, you got nothing else to do but drink. Wisconsin.
2: (laughs) They make beer there, man. They make a lot of beer.
0: You got seven of the top ten cities for the most drunkest are in Wisconsin. And then the other ones are Fargo, North Dakota, Ames, Iowa, and Manakota, North Manakota, Minnesota. So, oh apparently, when it's Guys. cold, you've got nothing else to do with drink. This list is a bust, man. <laughs> Every one of these cities on this top 20 list are in the north. Uh, I our- guess
2: it makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> like, I was, I mean, I was thinking, okay. What are the cities I've been the drunkest in? And I had to come up with a
0: list. <laughs>
2: like, narrow it down. Jeanne, you missed it.
0: Seven and of it the top ten are in else. Wisconsin. It's That's, cold. It's cold. That's right. It's cold. So the city you've been the drunkest in, city I've been... I tell you where I've been the drunkest was Bermuda when we were there for a company trip. That's not
2: a city. And it, you only drank Hamilton. free.
0: Hamilton, Bermuda. <laughs> so that was one of them <laughs> jamie or jenny would have to agree with jamie you're probably it's new orleans
4: right
2: I it's mean, new orleans in, yeah. by
4: far the drunkest oh, god ever. yes i don't even have to think about it it doesn't <laughs> have there's no question mark it no. probably has the top 10 of all the nights of my life all yes new orleans uh, yes <laughs> i've
2: only been there for one weekend so i do have some other places like i've been pretty drunk in lexington kentucky Uh, I got really (laughs) drunk in Los Angeles one time. Oh, God, I'm still hungover from that one. (laughs) Not that that we're encouraging
0: you getting drunk anywhere.
2: No, don't make me... Especially our Wisconsin listeners. (laughs) Well, they're drunk. They don't even know what we're talking
0: about. (laughs) (laughs) Did you notice, though, the auditors that are always posting pictures of wine are from the north? There's something to be said about that. Yeah, I guess so. And we're going to go to our next guest. You know her if you're a longtime listener of the Horse Radio Network. She was host of the Western Radio Show for many years. She's been a regular guest on ours, and she is the person that's in charge of running entire operation at uh, Road to the Horse. I just promoted you, Tammy. Tammy Saurance. Hi, Tammy. (laughs)
3: Hey, how are you guys? I was listening to your drunk cities, and I I don't really have a lot to add recently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you lived in Australia. There has to be one there. There has to be one in Australia. Yes,
3: I was my. I mean, I'm I'm in my forties now, but my teens, they were—I have a lot of Australia covered. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well tammy welcome back to the show we unfortunately are not going to be covering road to the horse this year but i wanted to have you on because it's coming up what next week oh
3: my gosh it's It's a little too soon for me, Glenn. I'm not ready yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm still working away on stuff. But, yeah, I leave uh, Saturday, and it's the weekend after. We start on the 22nd of March, Lexington, Kentucky.
0: And this year, I want to get this out right away, you will be able to watch a live feed. Tell people how they can do that.
3: (gasps) Cool. Yes, and that's uh, just starting to get released, Glenn. It's not on our website yet, but there is a live feed, and it is going to be through RidePass. And that's the that's the platform that helps do the PBR events. It so is on your website. I found it this morning.
0: Off- I think I think I saw it this morning. Awesome!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just gone up this morning. <laughs> that's how fresh news it is. I do not even know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be a paid yes. thing? Do they have uh, to pay to watch?
3: It is. It is going to be a paid thing, and we're going to send a promo code out um, a little bit later, and we can pass that along to you for your listeners, Glenn. But okay. yeah, there is a promo code. It's going to be twenty nine ninety nine, and that is for the webcast plus everything else that is on Ride Pass. And I've actually kind of logged into Ride Pass myself and had a breeze through their content. It's pretty interesting. Some other Western sports content on there, so big, some good watching. But Road to the horse is. I'm most excited about the wildcard competition. I mean, I'm excited about the main competition, but the wildcard competition is, is going to be super. Well, well let's,
0: ex- you know, most of our listeners know how it runs because we've covered it for so long, but this year it's a little bit different. <laughs> so for the main competition, for the first time, you only have two competitors, right?
3: We do. We have two competitors, and they are both world champions. We have Vicky Wilson and Nick Dowers. So they're coming back. This will be Vicky's time to go for her third consecutive title and Nick's trying to, you know, stop that. So, <laughs> But they're each going to take three Colts. So we'll have two competitors with three Colts. They're not going to work those Colts at the same time. So they'll have three Colts on Friday, three Colts each on Saturday, and then coming into the final day on Sunday, they are going to only take two of their Colts. And I don't know even I don't know how they're going to select them. Um, that's going to be a, a twist in there somehow. But they are going to take two of their colts through to the final round on Sunday. So they'll start with three and they'll end up with two. And it's kind of like, not to say English versus Western Glenn, but it's kind of like guy versus girl, English versus Western. It's kind of like the cowboy and the show jumper, you know. So
0: isn't Nick? It's, t- it's going to be quite interesting. Didn't Nick lose to Vicky?
3: Not at one time
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes yes he did he he was a competitor against Vicky last year but remember he had Leroy that really tough call that he had so much trouble uh-huh, excuses excuses well he didn't have a lot of trouble I mean someone else would have had a lot more trouble but it did it was quite challenging for him so um yeah he had all Leroy last year at that
2: uh, well, you know what they Trouble always there. say they always say the, the, the one who wins got the easy one. Yeah. <laughs> oh she got the easy one. Yeah, it's cause she did the best job.
0: I gotta say though, Vicki Wilson two years ago won after breaking her shoulder during the competition. So
3: she just uh, dislocated her shoulder and they put it back and she carried on. That's pretty gritty. Yeah. So she's she, got the easy horse one. For you, Glenn.
0: She <laughs> is she is so and Nick's fun to watch too, but Vicky is just so much fun to watch. She really, truly is. I mean, she gets in there and does massages on these horses that have never been touched. She gives them an adjustment (laughs) right there in the ring.
3: (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I, I was having a conversation with a wild card who's coming to the event, and he hasn't been here before, and he says, I'm really worried that I don't know what to expect and what to do and what I don't know what I'm coming into. And I said, you know what? that's that's almost an advantage because that's how Vicki Wilson came in. She didn't know how to fit in the box. She didn't know the box. So she came in and she was different and did whatever she did that she did. And it worked. So I said to him, don't worry that you haven't been here before because, not knowing about the box is sometimes a good thing, you know.
0: And you have two competitions going on, so there'll be two separate competitions going on this time. There's the main competition between Nick Dowers and then Vicky Wilson, all the way from New Zealand, yes. and then you're going to have a a yes. uh, a wildcard or competition. So tell us about that.
4: Yes,
3: this is going to be. This is what I'm like super excited about. We have three wildcard competitors. One of them is from the Inspiration Channel. He has a series called The Cowboy Way, Alabama, which I hadn't seen before you know, he came on as a competitor. But I started to watch so I could kind of get in with the show. And it's a great show. So he's one of our wild cards, and his name's Booger Brown. That's, it. That's his name, Booger Brown. So he's one wild card. Is that his given name? Did he go through
0: high school with the name Booger Brown?
3: <sighs> you know what? I, I, you know Debbie from Road to the Horse? Yeah, the Debbie's. She works in the office. She's from New York. She's very. She's like Tammy. I just can't say booger. I'm like <laughs> yeah, but that's his name. She's like, is there something else I can <laughs> use? <gasps> like it's booger. <gasps> but it's booger. So i How
0: I've tough are booger. you going to be, though? You have the name booger. You're going to be one tough dude. <laughs>
3: hey, I like Sue. that country song, "A Boy Called Sue." I mean, you better watch <laughs> out. <laughs>
0: There is a country song in Booger no, Brown he, in that name. There is a country song in there for somebody.
3: There he is? No, there has oh, to be. Yeah. I was like, there he is. There he is. <laughs> yeah, no, he's Yeah. But you know what? He's a super nice guy. I've been talking to him a lot on the phone, and I'm really excited to see him in person. So he's, he's coming in as a wild card, and they are actually filming a, um episode of The Cowboy Way as part of Road to the Horse and his journey to the event and stuff, so... There'll be a lot of film crew running around Roads with the Horse this year, but they are coming to follow him through that. So that's going to be really cool. And we do have two other wildcards. We have Wade Black, who is the grandson of Ray Hunt, and he is a professor for a horsemanship program at Treasure Valley Community College. I think that's up around Idaho, Oregon, up around that way. So that's going to be super exciting. From a strong family of horsemen, from I mean Ray Hunt, his father Martin Black, past competitor, so he is is super seasoned and ready to go. And then we have Ben Baldus coming, and Ben was the Ranch Versatility AQHA World Champion, so he's very seasoned as well. He done some time on I think it was the Pitchfork Ranch, Wagner Ranch, starting Colt, so he's got a strong ranch history and he's really kind of dedicated his life to starting colts and, and ranch horses so all three of them are really strong they're all very different so that's going to going to make it most exciting and, and they're just starting one colt each so it's going to be one competitor one colt and uh, they're going to start that colt just like the main competitors and take it through the obstacle course just like the main competitors and we'll see how they do but they are all first timers to road to the horse although they're all very accomplished horsemen. Well,
0: that'll be cool. That means you'll get to watch many different horses getting started each day. There won't be any half days this year. It'll be uh, full days uh, watching them do their training.
3: It's going to be full,
0: yes. Uh, Which means Tammy's going to be running around like a nut, because I've seen her run around like a nut every year. Um,
3: I kind of go from cute western boots on the first day to like... Twisted X loafers by the last day.
0: (laughs) She's in her pajamas and slippers by Sunday. (laughs) Not so cute by the last day. (laughs) Yeah, she always looks all dolled up when I first see her, and that changes as the weekend goes on. So, so, Tammy, uh, tell us where people can go. Are there still tickets left, and what's the scoop that way?
3: Yeah. Okay. Yep still tickets, everything, to roadtothehorse.com. Uh, if you want to get tickets at the door, you are welcome to at Alltech Arena. We are having Thursday is uh, open to ticket holders and free to the public. It is $10 at the door after 4 p.m., but Thursday is going to be a bonus day, Glenn. We're just going to have clinics from everyone, the competitors, the wildcards, meet the Remuda, just kind of like a bonus day for Road to the Horse fans. So, that starts Thursday, and then the main event next Friday to Sunday, and then webcast information, tickets, everything. Road to and then follow us on Facebook because Craig Cameron is coming to do some Facebook Live, and I'm, you know, I'm not sure how Craig Cameron is going to get by with all that technology. So <laughs> that's going to be good to watch. I was just going to
0: say they picked the, the least technological article. of all of them and put him in charge of Facebook yeah. Live. That ought to be fun.
3: That's exactly what we did. It is going to be fun. So he does have a. Is this
0: on? Is this uh, on? uh, (laughs) Is anybody there? (laughs) Craig's a little old school, let's say. Yeah. Well,.
3: Uh, you know
0: what? He's so funny. He is funny. <laughs> I've, I've got this sense of time with him now, and he's funny. So yeah. So and yeah. also thirty bucks for the live feed. You know, if you're going to go there, it's going to cost you a lot more than that. That's for sure. So thirty bucks is, is worth it yeah. to follow all the days of competition, and and will be fun for those that can't make it. Now, let's talk about something else real quick. Uh, just this is a public service announcement. This is what this is next, and it's because <laughs> two. Of my an ex host and a current host have just had uh, surgery on their faces for skin cancer. Doctor Wendy had her second one, uh, and you just really? had yours. This is
3: my second.
0: Yeah, your second one too. And we just want to say <sighs> use sunscreen, right?
3: Yeah, you know it was just it was mine that was my second one, and if you've had one, you are ninety percent more at risk to have another one in the next five years so pretty much once you once you've started down that path you're on it so it's and mine was a basal cell carcinoma and I I'm not good about putting on sunscreen I'm really not I'll put it on if I say if I'm on vacation but that's rare but if I'm on like if I know I'm going to spend the whole day in the sun, but going out to the barn to feed or riding a horse in the afternoon, or I don't really look at that as times that I needed sunscreen. So I really didn't use it like I should. And from Australia, I have a very fair skin complexion. So yeah, it was my second. Um, I got 14 stitches alongside my nose a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, it's it's kind of shocking. And, And once you go down there it's you can't reverse sun damage i mean once you've got it glenn you have and and really skin cancer is just accumulative sun damage so it's really important and, and that that's the you pay attention
0: i was reading that that's yeah. one of the most common cancers for horse people especially horse women um, yeah it's skin cancer and this is
3: the, like yeah, I was sitting like they cut it all out with a mole surgery. They go through the layers, they get all the cancer, and then you sit there with this huge bandage on your face while pathology, like, you know. So you walk into this room, and there's all other people like you with like huge bandages on something, you know. So we get to talking, and all three of us in the pathology waiting room had horses, mm. and all three of us were young, you know, in our 40s, and it was just like, it was kind of like a wow moment. You're like, "Wow, like maybe it's the lifestyle."
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe it has something to do with being in the sun all day. <laughs> hey, uh, so like I'm going to ask Jamie, were you good about it in Phoenix putting it on?
2: Oh my gosh, I was militant about it, but not it took me till I was 30 something living in Phoenix before I realized it. I had a long time in Atlanta in the sun as well. So, no, I can't say I've been great about it, but once I moved to Arizona, yeah. you damn well better. You're just going to die. Yeah. You shiver up to a raisin. Yeah. I mean,
0: you were doing it as a moisturizer yeah. too. You were using moisturizing sunscreen. Oh, right yeah. The
2: sunscreen, uh, the hat, and sunglasses too, because then I started realizing I was going to get wrinkles yeah. around my eyes because I squint all the time. It's so bright. So Exactly. Hat, sunblock. And uh, You know, it's hard sunglasses. to do, even
0: here in Florida, when you just go out for an hour, and you think, well, I'm only yeah. going to be out for an hour, but it's an hour in the in the frickin' hot sun.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta do it.
0: And, and there's only one person on this call that doesn't have to worry about this, and she makes fun of me all the time when I have to put on my sunscreen, although she does ask me now, do you need sunscreen every place we go? Right, Jemmy?
4: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Good I may not you. think of it. And, and, Bateman, I I don't want to be an advocate for other African Americans not taking it more seriously. We all should take it seriously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so, thank you, Tammy. We appreciate yes. that message, and I think it's important to be reminded.
3: Yes, it really is. So, I'm, I'm, uh, I have been wearing my sunscreen on the rest of my face. It's not covered in scars. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> never too late to start that's my that's my thing.
0: All right will you have fun and next those week
2: listening if you're young put on sunscreen because then you'll be pretty for longer I'm telling True. you True Exactly, exactly. I have more wrinkles than I should
5: at my age.
2: I know, we're all horse chicks. You know what else, Tammy, I've realized too, and somebody told me this when I first moved to Arizona, and I've been crazy about it ever since. If you look at horsewomen that are older, their hands are just as bad as their face. Put sunscreen on your hands. Put it on the back yes, of
3: your hands. and they all
2: look the same. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you'll you'll be really, really ancient looking. Uh, we have a mutual friend, uh, Tammy and I do. Her name is Jen. And Jen was a student of mine in Arizona. And um turns out she knows Tammy. F- funny that she does some work for Road to the Horse. And that was like the first thing I told her. She started riding her riding career with me. And I'm like, Jen, I give you two pieces of advice. <laughs> I was like, hat. Sunscreen on your hands. <laughs> She's
0: like, I never thought of yeah.
2: that. So, yeah, cover your hands, too. That's my little uh
3: Absolutely. Tip.
2: When
0: you live in Florida, That's you, fabulous advice. you can tell the tourists on the beach, and it isn't by the sunburns on their uh, faces or anywhere else. It's the tops of their feet are bright red and blistered because they forget to put sunscreen on their feet. <laughs>
2: You know what? You make that mistake once in your life. Just once.
0: Jemmy, do we see that or what? That's one of the most common ones here in Florida because people forget that. Uh, and and then then, yeah you're right and that one hurts you're right jamie that's you'll never do that a second time you'd
2: never do that again it's like uh the time that i was in a bikini and i covered myself in sunscreen but i forgot to get that little piece of cleavage like and i don't have cleavage because my boobs aren't big enough but like there's that little patch of skin right between let me tell you something you want to die (laughs) I'd rather die than have that burn again.
0: (laughs) There are disadvantages to be an African-American, Jimmy, as we always talk about, but then there are a few advantages. (laughs) So
4: thank you, Tammy. Hold on.
2: Do you not sunburn, Jimmy?
4: Okay. I've been sunburned exactly once in my life. It was after about a whole entire week at Jazz Fest in New Orleans, and it was a very, very, very bridge of my nose, and that was it. I asked her you know, the same question. I have natural, I have melanin, man. It's it rocks. <laughs> I tell yeah, you. I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> punch <into something. laughs> yeah, I'll join you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we go places, and I I made the mistake a couple times of saying, "Do you need sunscreen?" And she's like, "Look at me."
2: <laughs> that is something I did not know. People so learn it. things here on horses. In the morning. I had to
0: ask her too, and I felt she made fun of me for asking that question. You didn't make fun of Jamie. I asked you that question too. But
4: doesn't I it make Jamie, you mean I respect her. You You're out of it. Yeah, I uh, guess so. Yeah, it's
0: just you, Glenn. Yes, <laughs> <Just>
4: you. <laughs> All right, that's it.
0: Thank you, Tammy. <laughs>
3: Thanks, Tammy. Well, okay, t- you'll fight amongst yourselves.
0: Okay. <laughs> See you. Have fun next week. <laughs> I will.
2: Bye. I love her accent because it's Australia and Texas. Yeah,
0: it's it's Australian Southern. Southern Australian accent. <laughs> I love it. Took her 10 years to get to that point, she said. And for those that don't know, Tammy is one of the most de- is the most decorated mounted shooter in the world. Uh, she she uh, she's got more buckles than you ever. She showed us her wall of buckles one time. She has a hundred and fifty belt buckles from competitions she won. She had a case made with little holes, and she showed and it took up the entire wall of her bedroom. <laughs> it was hundred fifty belt buckles.
2: Now I have a lot of ribbons, and I feel like belt buckles probably are more expensive and more valuable. Can you sell your belt? Like, nobody's gonna buy my old ribbons, but like, can you cash in on the? Buckles? I don't know.
0: I know they're new. They're you know to get them made, they're 100 200 bucks each. A little more than your ribbon, your twenty nine cent ribbon.
2: But, like, can I get a saddle out of this? Like something useful? Y'all something got made gift out of cards it? for restaurants? <laughs> I don't hey, know. I it, got it instead of a, instead of a belt buckle because. I have 150. Can you give me about $200 to Amazon? That'd be great. Thanks.
0: (laughs) I don't think I've ever told Jamie, and the new listeners will never have heard this story. So the first time we met Tammy, she was a host of the Western Radio Show for years with Alan Moorhead. And we met her for the first time at the 2010 World Equestrian Games in Lexington. And she was staying at the farm where we kept our horses. We said, hey, can you can she park her Living Quarters trailer here? She had her horses along. She was doing demonstrations at the World Equestrian Games. So she, she comes in and we go to meet her and meet her horses and everything. And she had her Living Quarters trailer and she said, "Come in. I want to show you some of my guns." And we go in. That sounds like a, the start of a murder movie. <laughs> we go in. Come here, and she says, show you my guns. I don't quite know where they all are. And she, st- there was one in the microwave. There was one in the oven. There were under the bed. They were in drawers. They were in the shower. There were pistols everywhere.
2: Because she's somebody who doesn't have kids. <laughs>
0: They were just, she's like pulling them she says yeah these companies just keep sending me guns when you're world champion they send you guns right they want you to use their gun so she said i think i have 50 <laughs> she, she had no idea i was like maybe you ought to get a you know a safe for these things i think she does now she carries them in a safe now
2: <laughs> maybe that's what i should do for my third kentucky uh, makeover challenge is i'll start shooting off groot
0: you need mounted shooting <laughs> You'd be the only one.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. I'd scare them. But Jesus, they'd be like, we need to ask you to leave.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, all the other thirdbreds would be like. Ah! <laughs> Clear out the competition. Speaking of which, let's give a quick promo for your new show. Episode three came out.
2: Episode three of Retired Racehorse Radio came out. I'm so excited to be a part of this show. It is so fun. And we had a really cool guest. Um, the guy who manages California Chrome. I mean, how cool can you get? Uh this week, who did we talk to, Glenn? I can't even remember. Look, I'm trying to look it up. You were talking about breeding. Yeah, we talked about With breeding. Taylor so oh. each each episode, I've kind of wanted to take people through the life of the thoroughbred. So we talked to somebody about uh the history of the racehorse on the first episode. The second episode we talked about the the mate like how you plan for your horse to be Ma- the mating planning, the, uh, and that was this episode, and the breeding. Uh, why people breed a horse to some other horse and what they're looking for and what they're picking. Actually, the answer's kind of surprised me. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty shocked. Um, because you think about, oh, I'm breeding this too because I wanted to win the Kentucky Derby. Things have changed a little bit. And it was interesting to talk to the manager of Made Farm, uh, managed the breeding manager there. California find Chrome.
0: Out- yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's California chrome. And I did beg him for a California chrome baby. And uh, Yeah, he kind of laughed do a it. little. Yeah, um. he kind of laughed at me. Uh, it's just fine. <laughs> so anyway, we're all raised. You also had kids.
0: the OTTP guy, Kyle. Uh,
2: yeah. Kyle, yeah. the OTT guy, he had a you got to go listen because it's there's so much going on. We did a training tip. It was really, really fun. Um, I love this show. I'm really proud of it and really excited about it. So that's called Retired Racehorse Radio. We have a Facebook page. Actually, Joy, my co-host, is like younger and more up on things. And so we have an Instagram. I don't know what it is, but search for Retired Racehorse Radio wherever you... Yeah, Joy's
0: on it with the social media stuff. And the other cool thing that happened uh, on that third episode is we found out from the great people at New Vocations that you all, the listeners of that (laughs) show, have been responding about the adoptable horses we do at the end of every episode, and they are thrilled with the responses they've gotten.
2: All of them have had some sort of success. Um, So the the... The horse this week is just adorable. And if you're looking for just kind of a derpy, fun kick around kind of horse, uh, you know, you get on him and you just ha- let him do the work. It's a like kind of a little bit of a husband horse, but they've had really good success adopting out the ones that we've talked about. So that actually lent me uh, an idea for this show and today's Wednesday. So maybe we'll start it next Wednesday. I want to highlight. Just any rescue on horses in the morning that's doing a good job yeah, and we have a to. special. I job have gotten because,
0: several emails since we mentioned yeah. that, and I just want to tell everybody we do we do need to vet that. So, you
2: know, or, I, that's yeah. why I'm saying. I want, I want the recommendations to be from our listeners because I can't, I don't have time to go and look at each one of these and know that they're okay and that they're good. But if y'all have you know, not one that you just heard of, like, I want to, I want to hear about a rescue that you've spent time with, that you've been there. The horses are well taken care of. The money is going to the horses, things like that. And they're doing a good job of promoting and adopting Something that we can really get behind and I want to highlight one a week. So we've had a lot of submissions, but I wanted to clear that up. I want people to not just send me one you've heard of or one that somebody of yours got. A- I want you to have been involved with it. So we were going to, so we're going to start next week and I'll try to get the one I adopted Draxon group from.
0: All right, then, uh, uh Jemmy, are you still there? You still with us, she Jimmy? She
2: left a long time she ago. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I'm here
0: okay, I'm here. good. Because <laughs> <I'm> Dr. <laughs> Ellen.
2: I've
4: left a long time ago, but I'm here.
0: <laughs> Dr. Ellen, who is, uh, we all know, she's a cancer doctor, and she we met her. We actually spent a lot of time with her at PodFest last mm-hmm. week because she has her own shows. sent a message for you. Um, she says African Americans can get skin cancer. You must Thank use sunscreen, can. too, basal cell, and Guamacel... Carcin, yeah, carcinoma you know, are things that African-Americans get. So there.
4: <laughs> Take that. I told you, I said I don't want to be an advocate. You're the one who keeps bringing me, <laughs> bringing me into the conversation <laughs> as if I am an advocate for not using sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pretty
2: much you've been scolded uh, by the doctor. Yes, so. Dr.
0: Ellen is letting you have it right here. She's, <laughs> if she could have went, <laughs> I think she would have. Uh... <laughs> All right. So that's it. We're, tomorrow we're back. Mary is here with Jennifer doing the training episode and then really bad ads on Friday. We have great prize this month. So definitely get your ads into Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com and get them in before Thursday night. I have a question. Yes.
2: I'm sitting in my office and I'm looking outside. What on earth is that large yellow ball in the sky? It's hurting my eyes.
0: (laughs) Put on your sunscreen. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: what that's for. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. All right, everybody, have a great day. Spay, neuter, geld.
0: Thanks, everybody.
2: Sunscreen on for the first time in like uh, three months.
0: Jamie, quick. Keep drinking that tea to help your throat. We have shows to do.